Hello everyone. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Kieran and I'm a UK trained naturopath with a master's in herbal medicine and gastroenterology. On today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about a herb known as mullein. This herb is renowned for supporting our respiratory tract, but researchers have also found that it also offers anti-diabetic, anti-parasitic, and wound healing properties. And that's just to name a few. But before I get into those benefits, I do enjoy talking about the history behind a botanical. During the Middle Ages, mullein was also known candle wick plant. Why do you think that was? If it's because they used the hairs from the leaves and the stems to make candle wicks, you're correct. They were also used to make tapers and for funeral torches. It was believed that the funeral torches were designed to repel witches as well, which is interesting as in certain witches' brews, mullein was in their recipes. During the 1700s, Quaker women would use the leaves as an abrasive material to cause a blushed appearance on their cheeks. This was considered an attractive quality back then. In Italy, during the same time period, the women would drop juice from belladonna berries into their eye so that their pupils would dilate. Again, another attractive quality. However, be very cautious with belladonna or speak to a herbalist prior as this herb can be very poisonous. These hairs are designed to keep the heat in the plant. They're also designed to deter herb grazing animals and insects. Unfortunately, the weevil is able to penetrate and cause destruction. As we all know, this herb is great for their spiritual tract. Various herbalists have mentioned it through their books throughout time. And Dr. Quinlan, he's an Irish doctor, he actually combined the green leaves in milk and he used this remedy for people with TB. And he claimed within his, um, his testimony that he had great success. This herb is also shown to be very beneficial towards chronic conditions such as COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. This is where there's a lot of inflammation and mucus in the lungs. It's also been very valuable towards asthma and even for acute situations such as the common cold and a dry cough. So when we look into the chemicals of the plant, it sort of answers a lot of the questions of why they used it back in the day. So for instance, mullein provides antitusive, so help providing relief from a cough. This means um, the chemical responsible for this is called mucilage. So in my prior podcast for CMOS, Mucilage is a type of soluble fiber. And what it does is it provides a coating over the inflammation. So it allows the tissues to heal, as well as us to get the benefits, especially at night when we're trying to get a good night's sleep. Also, the uh, mullein provides expectorant properties. This is the ability to remove phlegm from the lungs. Saponins is the chemical responsible for this. So saponins, when you taste it, provide a bit of a soapy sort of flavor. You don't get much of that when you consume mullein. But when you consume this chemical, it stimulates more fluid to be, um, mucus to be produced. So it allows the thick congested mucus to be released. And then your lungs will do its natural response by coughing it up. If there is a need for a quick relief, certain herbalists will recommend smoking mullein. This is sometimes coupled with marshmallow root and peppermint. And this will provide a quick release of that congested mucus when there's a lot of, if it's bronchitis or if there's a lot of heavy mucus in the lungs. Other properties offered by the plant is antibacterial and antifungal and antiviral. These are all shown to be due to the flavonoids and saponins. 
So again, we're dealing with a lot of different areas and providing a lot of relief on different symptoms as well. This herb is sometimes referred to as an amphoretic, which means that it's very tonifying for the oak organ. So it can be very relaxing when it needs to be, and it can be very stimulating. And as I go through some of the other benefits, you'll start to piece it all together, what I mean. Now, when this herb is applied topically, various chemicals in the plant have shown to be very valuable for our skin regeneration. Some of these chemicals, such as saponins, tannins, steroids, mucilage, and glycosides. There are various studies out there, um, very small ones, but the study which really stood out to me was that um, there was 100 women which had an episteotomy. This is, means that there was an incision made for the help of um, the mother to um, give birth to her child easier. And when they sutured up the wound, they uh, researchers, they created a cream which had mullein flour and oatmeal. And the women, the mothers applied this cream to their wound two times a day. On the 10th day, they noticed significant reduction in a lot of the symptoms. 70% in redness, discharge and wound opening between 70 and 80%, with the largest being edema, swelling, 90% of the women noticed a significant reduction. So this is fantastic to hear, and I'm sure there'll be more studies to follow in the future. Now, this was the flower. The leaves also offer these benefits as well, particularly towards wounds, as well as helping towards earaches. So when you're in the next health food shop, you may see that there's an ear oil. Typically, we'll have an oil base such as olive oil. They have some other herbs such as St. John's wort, an anti, uh, antibiotic approach such as garlic. And then there's mullein leaf and flower sometimes combined. As we know, these leaves and flowers offer a wide spectrum of antiseptic qualities towards bacteria, funguses, and viruses. There's one chemical called a glycoside, and it's known as verbicoside, very anti-inflammatory, so great for helping relieve that throbbing in the ear. They took this chem um, chemical and they concentrated it and gave it to osteoarthritic rats. They found a huge significant reduction in their joints when the rats were consuming this. As for the flowers, they have a lot of flavonoids. Apigenin is most common. And again, it's shown in rats which had um, otitis media, which is inflammation and infection in the inner ear, that it reduced mucus and inflammation as well. There's other qualities which have been noted, but unfortunately only on singular studies, as it's also shown to be very antiparasitic towards roundworms and tapeworms. It paralyzes them and kills them, and it's shown to be more potent than a common anti-parasitic medication known as albendazole. It's also shown to provide anzalotic and antidepressant qualities by increasing GABA activity. This is the relaxing neurochemical. Another interesting uh, quality is its ability to reduce spasms by balancing out calcium levels. So when we have too much calcium in the muscles, our muscles can twitch and to spasm. Now with these relaxing qualities, it sort of makes sense where I talked about the amphoretic approach for this herb. It can be very relaxing, but also could be very stimulating to help um, increase mucus to remove any congested mucus from the lungs. Other qualities which um, I was shocked by is its ability to um, tighten up hemorrhoids when put in the sitz bath, as well as it's shown to be very valuable towards helping with hair. Um, when consumed internally, there's an enzyme known as 5D reductase, and this is the enzyme which is responsible for converting testosterone to DHT. So this contributes to male pattern baldness. So with the inhibition of this enzyme, this is again a valuable one for helping nourish the hair. It's also shown to nourish the, the root sheath of the hair as well. 
Now for the safety of this plant, overall it's a very safe plant, but the seeds can be toxic. There is a chemical called rhodanone in it, and it can affect the nervous system, the cardiac, and the respiratory. Uh, back in the 1700s in Virginia, they used it as a fish poison. Um, they paralyzed the fish, and then they would uh, you know, use it. But um, on a human level, you'd have to consume high amounts to exhibit any of these. But the leaf and the flower are very safe. So as you can see with Mullen offering a wide spectrum of benefits, this herb is a great one to have on the kitchen shelf, especially for earaches and during the cold and flu season when we got um, you know, respiratory infections. Even during the springtime for allergies, this is a fantastic one to uh, consume. So if you're interested, feel free to check out Herba Mama's site as we have the tincture as well as the capsules. If you have any questions, please feel free to comment below, as well as please like, share and subscribe to our channels. And on our next podcast, I'm going to be talking about a herb which translates in Sanskrit to the smell of a horse. Can you guess what it is? See you all next time. Bye.